0: Welcome back to I'll Pack My Bags. I'm your host, Erin, and I'm chatting with Carolina about sports tourism. Um, There's no way we could talk about sports tourism without talking about the Olympics. Do you ever watch the Olympics?
1: Not too much. Like, I think I have my favorite sports that I watch. So, like, I'll tune in for some of the, like, some of the swimming, some of the running, some, you know, figure skating, but, like, not... I don't watch the full things, and I don't follow it. Yeah, neither do I. I like the diving. Oh, yeah. Diving's
0: really interesting to watch. Um, But, yeah, like, the Olympics are a phenomenon for tourism. Um, But, surprisingly, the impact isn't always positive. And I found this really interesting because my assumption was that If you hold the Olympics, it's a great thing for your city. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to, like, build a lot of infrastructure. You build hotels. It creates jobs. My assumption was, like, it's strictly positive. So I actually found research that disputes this. Um, I guess, like, over the years, they've done studies that find that some cities actually find, like, it negatively impacts their tourism. Um, so, for example, the 2012 Summer Games in London were expected to result in mass tourism. So they spent 15 billion euros Yikes. <laughs> to prepare for the Games. Um, but the tourism numbers were super, super disappointing. And they think that because they held the Olympic Games in the middle of high tourist season, the regular tourists stayed away because they were deterred by accommodation prices and like disruptions caused by the games so for example like saturated transport and just crowded areas in general and that actually makes total sense cuz i was thinking about this if i knew that the olympics were happening somewhere i probably wouldn't go there
1: no i agree yeah
0: unless i was going to, to actually the olympics. watch the olympics yeah um and yeah other locations do experience tourism benefits uh, the games that were held in Sydney in the year 2000 were super beneficial to Australia's tourism. Um, apparently it resulted in 16% growth in overall tourism across four years. So that's pretty like impressive. But I don't know whether like they get a return on the amount of money that's invested into it. Because so it's yeah. a lot of money. And so what I've found like, in reading data about it, it's pretty it's pretty obvious that developed countries Mm -hmm. that don't have developed tourism benefit from it. So another case study that I read was uh, Georgia. What's the main city? Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So when Atlanta held the Olympics in the 90s, they weren't really a popular spot for people to visit, but they were a developed enough Mm. state that they could support holding them financially. And then it really put... Atlanta on the radar so since then like Sydney they've experienced a surge in tourism so I guess like the sweet spot is to be developed enough that you can actually manage the finances of like holding the games but not being already a tourist destination like London because London doesn't really need to hold the Olympic Games to bring
1: in tourism yeah I think many people would be afraid to to go there during the Olympics because they would be competing to see like all the normal attractions and just yeah and you're competing anyways in london
0: yeah it's packed so as fun as it would be to unpack the unreliable rates of success in the olympics positively benefiting their host city um the data is inconclusive basically so the cities that tend to benefit are the ones that are developed countries and don't have established tourism um, whereas others, uh, it causes the redirect of crucial funds away from people that need it. And this raises major ethical questions. So, like, for example, example Rio de Janeiro in Brazil, when they held the World Cup, they were, like, criticized heavily because they're putting all this money into supporting these games, and yet, like, people are living in slums. <laughs> Carolina, like, can't (sighs) comment. She's too upset. It's upsetting. (laughs) And it really points to, like, how humans were just, like, obsessed with putting on shows.
1: I know. It's frustrating to think about that. Yeah, Yeah,
0: I agree. And I think this is why I can't always get on board with the Olympics. Because as much as I appreciate the fact that, like, it has this sort of, like, bringing people together around the world, like, concept behind it, it's a little too, like it's just not realistic. Yeah. All right. So, okay. We have to dive into the fun facts because this is depressing and I wanted to have some fun facts to bust out because there's a lot about the Olympics to say. Um, So, okay. The Olympics date back to ancient Greece And back then, athletes didn't worry about sponsorship, protection, or fashion because they competed naked, completely naked. Just
1: imagine going to watch that. I guess that's why there were, like, limited events, right? (laughs) Because, I don't know. (laughs) And also,
0: the Games lasted six months in ancient Greece. That's a long time. Literally half the year. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, this is interesting. Women have been allowed to com- compete in the Olympics since 1900. Um, and like you were saying about like starting the Boston Marathon, mm-hmm. it's like, really wild to me to think that it's barely been 100 years since we've been considered human enough to compete in the Olympics.
1: Just to add to that, I think it was in... In 1990, the Boston Marathon Association went back and said like, okay, actually, because there was a couple women that had ran unsanctioned in the Boston mm. because they didn't have bibs because they weren't allowed to have bibs, but they I think they I think they said between sixty six and seventy one we do recognize that these women ran. The race, like officially, officially, recognized. and they are a finisher, right? But that was like not that long ago again. No, that's wild. Imagine telling people, like, "Oh yeah, I ran the race," but like,
0: <sighs> but it wasn't recognized. But it wasn't recognized, so I didn't really run the race. Like, yeah, ugh. it's like because He's so angry. So during the twenty twelve London Games, the Olympic Village required one hundred and sixty five thousand towels. <laughs> for a bit more than two weeks of activity. like What does that mean? Like full-size towels?
1: <laughs> like face towels? Like what, what does that mean? Think, like
0: paper towels? Oh, no. <laughs> I really want to learn about like the environmental concerns around the Olympics because that's what I was thinking. I was just like, mm. that's a lot of water. Yeah. And a lot of trees. Um, okay. Like from- is it
1: because there was a bunch of
0: water sports? I guess. Well, no, I thought it was because people sweat so much. Oh. So maybe it was sweatband. Yes. Oh. Sweatbands. Not clear. It's obvious like how much, how amateur we are when it comes towards to like professional sports. (laughs) Sports Sportsing. Rashid is going to be very upset about this. When I told Rashid we were doing a sports episode, he was like, and you didn't ask me? So don't worry, Sheed, we'll do part two with you. Um, Okay, from 1912 to 1948, artists participate in the Olympics. Painters, sculptors, architects, writers, and musicians competed for medals in their respective fields. And I think that this practice should be resurrected with an Olympic medal for podcasting. (laughs) Boom! (laughs) Because we're exercising our minds. I wanna know who got to judge these artists like artist things though. Like who got to judge those and
1: give out the medals. I know, that's that's pretty subjective. I mean like, I guess you win things for art all like
0: Yeah, that's true. But would they art. like
1: televise this? But they wouldn't tell you if you came second. <laughs> In like art land, I don't think. No. They always um, tell you who the winner is. <laughs> So
0: the following sports are, sadly, not part of the Olympics anymore. Tug of war. That would be so fun to watch on TV. Like, I would show up for that. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) Rope climbing. This is a bit vague, but I think it means literally, like, climbing a suspended rope. I see that, because that was an event in, like, gym class. Yeah. Hot air ballooning.
1: What? (laughs) That's not a sport. Maybe you have to land at a very precise location, and it's, like, location-based hot air ballooning. Yeah. Like, how high do you get, and then do you land proper? Who can get the highest? <laughs> no, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, at no. all. about, like, leaving the, like, the But atmosphere. it's, like, a jump, like, like, jumping in the, like, snowboarding. You know, you do a flip, but it's, like, how high do you get before you get down? No? i
0: figured it was just like how can you get to a, a place
1: the fastest oh, okay <laughs> but i like who can get the highest and then back down and then back that's that's the challenge always
0: um, okay tandem bicycle
1: that's gone yeah i mean they it's have normal gone. bikes right? yeah
0: i mean they could do like tandem bicycle going really fast
1: Probably dangerous. Yeah.
0: <laughs> swimming obstacle race.
1: I wonder what that means.
0: Like you're encountering obstacles as you're swimming. So maybe maybe it's like Wipeout. Have you seen that show? No. What? <laughs> Wipeout? It's like MXC. Like Most extreme elimination. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But you're oh. going through like pools and stuff and there's obstacles. So that's what I'm imagining that was.
1: Okay. A uh, dueling pistol. So You have two guns.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, but I googled this. The guns have to be the like of similar make. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not considered a fair duel.
1: Do you actually have to? Sh- and it was shooting
0: people. Yeah. That's
1: kind of scary. To
0: kill each
1: other. I'm not sure. I know because then you can't compete next four <laughs> years, right? Like you're out. <laughs> Like, how do you get better at that?
0: <laughs> it's all or nothing. Uh, like Yeah.
1: Like, you have one shot. <laughs> um, so those are all my Olympics facts. Wait, I have one more sport that was banned. What? Uh, ski ballet. What? Yeah. Oh. never heard of ski ballet? What do you do? I have a video I can show you later. It's literally going down a hill and,
0: like... Doing footwork?
1: Doing fancy footwork while you're going down a hill with ski. That's kind of nice. I kind of
0: dig that. It
1: was very big in the 80s.
0: I would watch that. Have you ever heard of speed climbing, though? Like,
1: you have to climb very fast. Oh, yeah. But you should... Okay, we'll watch a video after. I did okay. watch something. There was, like, a competition. And it was, like... Oh, my God. Climbing set to music. Oh, God. But, like, it was a competition. Uh. So I think it was only because the sponsor was, like, a music company so they had really loud music to hype up the audience and then they would have different like uh bouldering problems and they would have to solve them really like two people would try to go up fast were they going well i mean fast but like the problems i mean i don't know as fast as climbers go (laughs) it's not like speed speed it's like it's still hard they still got to figure it out (laughs) going to
0: show you a video that's going to blow your mind because oh, like, okay, I've seen videos of people doing this like...
1: But do they get to see it before? I think so. Yeah.
0: It's literally like, it's not about the problem, it's literally about speed. Oh, like, okay, how fast okay. can you get up this wall? Okay. Um. So, to close that, tell us a story or an
1: anecdote. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, I'm going to tell you of my first half marathon story. Okay. So I went to um so I went to Copenhagen and having not ever done a half marathon before you know the night before of course you get very nervous you're in a new place they don't always speak English like they speak English but like it's not always English and so of course my fears the night before were like what if I don't know what water is like in English like what if It never says water. Like, what if I don't know where to turn for water or washroom or, like, all of these things? I'm Googling, like, how do you say water in Danish? (laughs) How do you say it? It's Vand. Vand? Vand? V-A-N-D. So if it said Vand, it's water. Okay. Because my fear was like, oh, my God, what if you take some weird drink that is not water and then all of a sudden your race is done because you're tripping on mushrooms or like whatever you don't know what they have Ah, because each race has like here we give out maple syrup at our races do we yes it's called endurance tap and it's sometimes a sponsor and it's maple syrup with a bit of salt but like if you're from somewhere else imagine getting that that's confusing (laughs) so i was like okay what am i gonna get over there anyway paranoia but luckily the race started and it like seemingly everything was fine water was labeled clearly i was very excited i was like yes water is water i'm able to consume this great and then all of a sudden it started to hail and they were like pellets and they were painful and i was in a t-shirt or like a tank and i was like oh my god this sucks not only is like the running part getting hard but now the rain is coming down and it's funny because I passed by the McKellar Running Club cheer station and they had a little tent and they still were trying to hand out beer <laughs> but like because you get a beer like a little you know and um, people were not taking the beer as it was like you know <laughs> the rain started coming down so hard that it um, uh, like the puddles were forming, and then, like, as I kept going, I've probably only had maybe five k left, so it wasn't like terrible, but the water got deeper, and like, at certain points, you cross like a timing mat and the timing mats were floating away. I'm like, <laughs> oh no, does this ah. even count? Like are they gonna know I? I finished this this is my first half marathon like it's like proof where it didn't happen (laughs) and I remember just like the middle of the city was totally flooded and I saw the finish line but I had to it was so deep like it almost like it went past my ankles I had to like what did I do I had to go alongside the like the barricades to try to like hustle in to like Get to the finish line, but at the finish line, it was like totally anticlimactic because it floated away. <laughs> <laughs> and like people were being pulled off the course, and I was like, oh no, do I not get a medal for this? <laughs> Luckily, there was like some volunteers still left and they gave me a medal. Yeah. But I guess what had happened is people got struck by lightning. <gasps> So three people, two people had to be hospitalized is what I learned after, but it was like the whole finishing area was just like lightning central zone. So they were like, no, you do not get your banana and like beverage after, please leave. Because it was just like a flooded, lightning filled zone. So I got my medal and I had to leave. Anyway, so it was a very dramatic first half marathon. And then after that, you were like, yeah, I want to keep doing this. Well, I was like, well, that was pretty intense. And my floating mat, you know, like timing mats floated away. So like maybe the next one will be a bit more calm. Was it? Not really, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it wasn't as intense, but I think I've just had tumultuous weather situations. <laughs>
0: Well, Carolina, thank you so much for coming onto the pod um, and sharing your experiences as a runner who travels, or the other way around, or both. I think both. Right? As a traveler who runs, both, both. Yeah. Thank you, Katie, for being our incredible producer. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Alpaca My Bags Pod. Or go to our website, which is alpacamybags.ca. If you like what you're hearing, let us know by reviewing the podcast. And remember to subscribe while you're at it. Every subscription tells us that you love what you're hearing. And it helps us to boost our show on the podcast charts. So please don't be shy. Okay. I hope you get to Alpaca Your Bags soon.